have this. I don't need this stuff. And I don't need you. I don't need anything. Except this. This ashtray. And that's the only thing I need is this. I don't need this or this. Just this ashtray. Just this paddle game. The ashtray and the paddle game. That's all I need. And this. Remote control. The ashtray, the power game, and the remote control, and that's all I need. <laughs> these matches. The ashtray, and these matches, and the remote control, and the paddle ball. This lamp. The ashtray, <laughs> this paddle game, and the remote control. And a lamp, and that's all I need. And that's all I need, too. I don't need one other thing. Not one. I need this. The battle game and the chair. And the remote control. And the matches, for sure. The Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. Uh, Gabe, what yeah. the fuck are you wearing? What's going on? <laughs> I went to Hulk Hogan's shop in Clearwater over the weekend. Uh huh. You know who Hulk Hogan is? Who does? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, it's true. I'm not a sports guy, but I do know who Hulk Hogan is. Yeah. Well, everybody said if you go to Clearwater, you got to go to his shop. He's got a shop. Everybody says that. Everybody that I knows that I'm near this part of town. Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. You ever been to? So he's a Florida guy. I, I, I for some reason I felt like maybe that's oh Jesse Ventura is the Michigan guy or. Minnesota. Minnesota guy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of wrestlers are from Florida, South, not not South Florida, but the, this area. I, I was told. Shocking. Really? Shocking. What the strippers or the or the, the tan? What is it? it I, I, I'm surprised. Okay. You're saying Florida is the, the hotbed wrestler of capital of it's a, it's a wrestling America? Capital. They have some kind of training facility down here, not far from Tampa. So you visited it. I visited it. Visited it. And uh, they wanted they wanted to ask me. They said, "Do you want to take a picture with this championship belt?" I said, "Well, sure. Why not?" He goes, "20 bucks." Like, well, no, no, no. <laughs> How about 10 bucks? I'm like, "Yeah, I'll come did back." You, did you think they recognized you? And they were like, "Hey, Gabe's here. Gabe, would you like to take a picture with this championship belt?" He's like, I was, "Yeah." I wasn't. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know he was pitching something for commission. You know, he, he's I'm sure he's trying to get an extra. I sale. feel like you don't understand what's going on now. Right now, with the Hulk, with the Hollywood bandana around my head, I know what's going what? on. Well, <laughs> I well, why does it say Hollywood if he's from Florida? 
You're not a wrestling guy. Ben, are you a wrestling guy? Isn't there a Hollywood, Florida? Yeah, but uh, no, is. I'm not. I, 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 I was briefly a wrestling guy when I was well. Hulk Hogan changed his. Uh, he had an alter ego, or changed his persona, and became Hollywood Hogan. Ah, uh, okay. And then, and then he, he started wearing black and white, and he became a bad guy. I'm not. I don't yeah. know the whole story, but right. it was big it's, news back in the day. All right, Gabe, yeah, okay. speaking of Hollywood Hogan, what's the best Hulk Hogan movie? No Holds Barred, Mr. Nanny, or Santa with Muscles? None of them. Hands down, Rocky Three. No, 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 no. That doesn't count as a Hulk yes, it Hogan does. movie. He was Thunder Lips. Movie starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Not a fucking cameo. An actual. Eh, that was more than a cameo. He he was pretty big in that that movie. Nah, that's Mr. T's movie, my friend. Yeah, I know, but they. I pity the Hogan. fool that think that ain't Mr. T's movie. <laughs> Mr. T's Speaking movie. of movies, ooh. What's it? Where'd you see Top Gun today? Really? Ben? You were right. That is warm poo. <laughs> but it looked like uh, some somebody was getting into it. I, I missed the action, but it looked like there was all kinds of comments on your Facebook posts that then got right. deleted or disappeared. Or Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, want, somebody wants to beat me up because I don't like Top Gun. <laughs> some dumb fuck. What kind of friends do you have on Facebook? I had a, got into an argument with my daughter about Top Gun Maverick. Yeah? She likes about, it? No, I shouldn't. Neither one of us has seen it, but I was lamenting the fact that it was so popular. And she said, it's so popular because of Miles Teller. Everybody wants to see Miles Teller. I said, that's no, the no, last no, no. reason Tell your daughter she's anybody. out of her fucking mind. <laughs> Who's Miles There's not Teller? another Miles Teller movie <laughs> that is... That's what I said. I said, there is no more box office poison than Miles Teller. What yeah. are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles Teller. That's how you know this movie was made a couple of years ago and has been sitting around because Miles Teller is in it. It's like when Indiana Jones came out and it had Shia yeah. LaBeouf. Yeah. It's kind of like Miles Teller is the new Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh. Am I saying that correctly? I hope I'm not. LaBeouf. Okay. I don't, know. I don't know. I have no idea. Sleepy LaBeouf. <laughs> so yeah, it's terrible, and not not even Jennifer Connelly can save it. And there, there is one. The only time it actually has any real emotion is there's a pretty good scene between uh, Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. And if you know anything about what Val Kilmer is going through, it's it, it is interesting. But it, it's it kind of it's almost like NASCAR. Like, I, like even, and, and I know these guys find the planes are, is a, it's fucking amazing. Right. I get it. But I just couldn't, I was bored. It was like watching NASCAR in the air. And Remember Tom Cruise's NASCAR movie? Days of Thunder. Oh, Days of Thunder. Right. I don't know. It's a piece of junk. Did you think it wasn't going to be garbage? Well, I don't know. You know, I ran into that guy last week and he was talking about, it being campy maybe it is I don't know it fucking sucked you know I mean it's doing it's job it's making tons of money and it's providing uh, the US government the US military with fresh bodies because apparently you know enlistment is up and that's all this movie is it's a fucking commercial for the military well, they right? didn't, didn't they work with the Navy or the Air Force? Yeah, and, yeah, and look what they get. They get fresh well, bodies, and, and Tom Cruise makes a few more million. It's pretty cynical. They're in, cah- they're in cahoots. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tom Cruise and the U.S. military are in cahoots. <laughs> That's true. I am saying that. I heard that on the news that the, the military got say over some of the dialogue and some of the oh, scripts. Oh, boy. Or is that just a conspiracy theory? No, I, it, it, you know, this is one of those movies where no expense is spared except on the script. It's like, uh, you know, let's spend all this money, but uh, script, let's, let's spend 10 bucks. I mean, I couldn't believe my ears. And then they ripped the ending off from Stripes. Uh, I'm like, what? At least Stripes had the balls to be realistic. Somebody scrapes a, a spatula under some girl's ass. Is that what happens? Warren Oates drives a The guys a, a in van. Stripes are the kind of guys that would be in the military. This fucking, yeah. this fucking, you know, I'm going to start sounding like Sam Elliott. What, what do you call them? Them Chippendales? It's like Chippendale guys. What, what, what is this shit? You know what I did see that was great is uh, The Sadness. Have you guys seen this? No. No. It's a new zombie movie. I know. But it's on Shudder. I know. Uh... And it's billing itself as the most uh, sadistic, depraved, violent zombie movie in history. And it kind of lives up to the bill. And it's, it's a lot of fun. But it, whew, it's hard to watch. I was like jumping out, out of my chair the entire time. Gabe, you're going to love it. Where is it playing? Or is it on the, the streaming? Networks? It's on the streaming devices, yeah. Yeah, I... I, I I uh, recommend this. If you got the stomach for it. I don't have a stomach for anything like this. Yeah. Well, here's something that happened uh, that we can talk about because we've been talking about this in a roundabout way. Philip Baker Hall died. Yes. And there's sort of a controversy brewing about what he should be better remembered for in the Seinfeld universe. Should it be his uh, library police character on Seinfeld or uh, the uh, doctor on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Who oh, gets well, in trouble with Bookman. It's got to be Bookman. What do you think? The, the live, the library cop is named Bookman. I'm looking him up right now. I see who you are talking about, and uh, I was thinking of somebody else. But okay, yes, he's definitely Bookman. My favorite Philip Baker Hall is uh, is Boogie Nights. Listen, I'm just a simple man. I like simple pleasures. I like lollipops in my mouth and butter up my ass. That's good stuff. And then his performance in Magnolia, that's a real one-two punch. Well, he was in Hard Eight, so that's a one-two-three punch. Yes, but I mean, those, the darkness of the two characters in Boogie Nights and then Magnolia. You don't find Hard Eight dark? You're not going to win this one, Ben. Yeah. Okay, loaded for bear. What about Rush Hour? You mean Rush Moore? Rush Hour. He was in Rush Hour, according to the IMDb. Was he, was he a, a salty uh, chief? I have no idea. But it says it. Not like I know this stuff. I mean, you know this guy, Gabe. I've, I've seen you double over with laughter during his <laughs> Seinfeld episode. Because he's funny. He's got that, <laughs> yes, uh, he is really funny. But that's the writing. It's not him. Oh, Jesus. No, dude. 
well, yes, he's funny, but he's funny in what he's saying that somebody wrote for him. He's not a comedian. I don't think he is. Is he? Good actors are funny. And good. And they made a point of hiring serious, good actors on that show because they said that they were funnier than hiring a comedian. It's look the airplane philosophy. Gabe doesn't believe me. He's going to look it up. No, I'm looking up something else. So you, you took off the beard and put on a, ban, uh, a headband, a bandana, the Hulk Hogan. You know what you should do is put like a some blonde hair, stuff it inside the thing. You look, you will look just like Hulk Hogan. I'm not covering anything up though. I'm just wearing it because it was a souvenir from the place. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying if you put blonde hair, stuffed it in there, like or just straw. If you stuff straw in there, you would look just like Hulk Hogan. What is Hulk Hogan? Do something for me. Go, go, hey, brother. (laughs) No. I don't, I don't do impersonations of Hulk Hogan like that. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Do, do yours do? then. Yeah. No, I, I did a good Macho Man sandwich in my day, but not Hulk Hogan. All right, I'll settle for that one. Let's hear it. Nah, maybe next episode. He's gotta oh, you got to practice it? Yeah. Yeah, I got to get it ready. Cabe, can't, just, can't, can't, just can't you hear these people out there? They're waiting for you to do your Macho Man Savage are you going to disappoint them? No, but they can wait till next episode. I don't see anyone uh, <laughs> tuning in for that. <laughs> ben, how was your tornado <laughs> last night? Yeah, it was a wild day. Did it? Did it ever come down your way? To Chicago? It came, but it wasn't that bad. Um, maybe because of the the buildings. Uh, I don't really know. Well, it, was it got like- dark. Yeah, it was dark as midnight, and then crazy winds, but it was even worse, like five blocks, ten blocks away from my house, at my in-laws' house. They lost all the trees on their property. <laughs> like, it looked like the fucking Wizard of Oz. It was crazy. Yeah. Those trees, <laughs> uprooted. You seem like you're still a little shocked, I'm shell-shocked a, from it. I'm a little shell-shocked from the whole thing. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have to go into the basement? No, it was it was so fast, like... Ten seconds after I realized, oh shit, we're in the middle of something. It was over. What's it like there, Gabe? Actually, cooled down. It's only in the eighties this week or today. Only in the eighties. Yes, today was the coolest day I've been since I've been here. So, so is this where you're Airbnb? staying, or you're, you're you're in another B.O.B.? I mean, B.O.B. This is his Airbnb. Can't Airbnb. you recognize that? I'm here that for I'm here for probably it? hopefully three, four more weeks. We'll see. Waiting for the three or waiting. four more weeks. Waiting for this place to get finished. It's a dumb complex. Wait, are, they, are they building a new house for you? Is that the idea? No, it's just just <clears throat> not not building a house for me. It's a townhome. They're putting a wrestling wow. ring in there for him. No, it's just a dumb little con- <laughs> little townhome. You're moving into a new gated community that's that has not opened yet. They have a pool. It's supposed to be nice. We'll see. When was the last time you've been in a pool? In my last house. They had a pool over there too. I used to, I went there all summer. It was nice. Really? Oh yeah. Do you have a flotation device? You can't Myself, swim. Right? What do you think that? What do you think that thing around his head is? It you, wasn't, you you can't I, swim, right? I can get in the water and move around. What else do you need to do? Doggy paddle. You need to know how to swim. For what? <laughs> to not drown? Just don't go in water over your head. That's how you don't drown. So who have we got on the show today, Gabe? Mr. Gary Kessler. You know who Gary Kessler is. 
He's, I do, yeah. <laughs> he is the artiste, the, the mastermind, the MacGyver, you would call him, some people say, some of the Liars would. Club. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. He's been MacGyvering the fuck out of Liars Club for for years. Are He's you always ready, thinking. Are you going to reveal to him the present that you have to present to the Liars Club? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think, I, I, I would have thought we would have gotten it by now. Still hasn't showed up. What? Shown up? Showed up? Shown up? Is it shown up? Shown what present right? is that? I don't, I don't know what present up. it is. We were talking about it last week. Was I there? You just, I, I guess not. You just check right out, don't you? <laughs> Put on your headband and I'm out, brother. I don't remember this gift. Yeah, you may, you, you got in on, uh, we were joking around about it. Talking about Karen using it as a chew toy. Ben, I'm really concerned about you. You, what you really I seem like you're down today. Am I? Ben? Yeah, Ben. What's that? I mean, last week you were so feisty, and now you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I had a near-death experience with a tornado. I had a, I had a jam-packed weekend. First of all, I drove two days straight with my mom, my sister, Ooh. my mom's dog, and Ooh. my daughter from New York What's back to Madison. Name? Mookie. Okay, that's a great name. Do you know what Mookie he's named after? The uh, Atlanta Hawks basketball player. No. Mookie from Do the Right Thing. No. But, well, maybe partially, but not fully. You never uh, my fucking mom's a listen, big, Mookie. My mom's a big New York Mets fan, so Mookie Wilson. Oh, I was going to say Mookie Blaylock. That's what Mookie I said. Blaylock. Is that what you said? Yeah, that is what he You said. said that just now? The Atlanta Hawks play, basketball player, Mookie Blaylock. Well, you, did you notice how I wasn't listening? That's how I feel every time, every week with you. Did you notice that? It doesn't feel good, does it? No, I, I, I hear sometimes, but I don't. I listen, but I don't hear. <laughs> no, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So yes, Gary Kessler, uh, maybe you and Gabe can talk, I mean, maybe you and Gary can talk about merch, Gabe. He has been threatening to do a design, a, a local H design for a shirt over for years. And I'm like, well, yeah, we got to do something together. And because he's got his own little ideas of stuff. And I, I want to pick his brain and say, let's do something. But you're, you know, sometimes you have an idea about doing something and it doesn't come through. Sometimes hey, it doesn't. You're blaming this on me? No, I'm just saying that... Because I have I'm a surfeit of ideas? A what? What did you just <laughs> say? Is that the right? A surfeit? <laughs> I like what you said. I don't know. No, I, I, what language? I mean Sur surplus. Uh -oh. Surfeit is less, right? Surfeit is S-U-R-F-E-I-T? Is that what you're saying? What word? I haven't heard it's that either E-I-T or I-E-T. I think surfeit is a, a lack of ideas. How many years have been waiting to use this word? <laughs> no, a surfate, a surfate, if that's how you pronounce it, is an excessive amount of something. So you were right. Okay, so I used it correctly. Wow, still got it. No, you've been waiting all day to use this one. You want to hear? I some, have not. I, you want to hear I, some I synonyms? Pull that out of the proverbial ass, please. Synonym in a successful way. Gorge, overfeed, overfill, glut, cram, stuff, surplus, abundance, oversupply, excess. A surfeit, a surfeit of food and drink is a sentence you can use. Uh, but I don't know how it applies to your 
Sentence he's got an overabundant supply of ideas. What do you mean you don't know how it applies? No, he's got an overabundant supply of vetoes. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Because I'm, I'm afraid that he'll do something and you might not like it. So I, I need you and him to get together and say, this is what I'd like to do. And you put something together and then get started. I'm sorry. I, I thought I was dem- I'd demure to you. On, on most of these ideas. Now that I don't know if you're using right. Demi yeah, more? I don't know. I don't know if I was Defer, using. maybe. But <laughs> wait, wait. Demure, you're right. Demure. Let's see. <laughs> no, I think someone is got a, a for Christmas or something. <laughs> demure is a reserved, modest, and shy, uh, typically used of a woman. I demurely defer to Gabe is what I meant to say. Uh, All right. I, I, I believe I defer to you. You're... You're always coming up with ideas, and I go, go uh, for I'm it. sorry. Let's stop the presses. Stop right. I wrote demure, D-U-M-U-R-E, which is one thing. But demure, D-E-M-U-R, without the E, is raise doubts or objections or show reluctance. Normally, she would have accepted the challenge, but she demurred. So that you, you were right. No, it's still wrong. Because it, that well, would you be, what, that'd be what Gabe is saying that I do. That, that I, is what I'm I, saying. I veto him. So this this only puts the point in his favor. Correct. Well, That's what it's supposed to do. In that sentence, normally she would have accepted the challenge, but she demurred. It's like you're saying, normally I would want to be involved, but I'm passing the baton on to you instead. Yeah. It's kind of. That's, but I think deferred is... Deferred is a better yeah. word. So you're it's saying you're going to give Gary carte blanche. No. <laughs> No. I've, I've been waiting 25 years to use carte blanche, and I finally used it. I believe it's carte blanche. I don't like saying blanche. It makes you sound stupid. Blanche. Oh, does it? Yes. Blanche, it's the name. You think people were crazy <laughs> about the name Blanche? <laughs> hey, you know what? I think I'm coming around on this stupid Hollywood uh, th- thing that you got going on. I kind of want you to wear it every show now. Where's I mean, was... No, this, uh, when I got this, my wife, Heidi, she says, you got to wear that on the next podcast. And I said, okay. You got to do that thing with your shirt where you button up the top collar and then the rest of it, like you were describing last week or the week before. No, no, no. Yeah. See, you're getting closer and closer to, to, uh, what's his face from suicidal. Yeah. Yes. This That's is the shirt. probably why I like it. Cause you look a little bit more like. <laughs> when I, I took a picture of like myself. Mike. Yeah. Like Mike Muir. I took a picture yeah. of myself wearing this flannel button up to the top and I had a bandana on and then 10 minutes later I came in the room and I had a Pepsi in my hand and my wife took a picture without the Pepsi. She said, you should have had the Pepsi first, you know, cause all I wanted was a Pepsi, but she wouldn't give it to you. <laughs> now, is there a song that is more prototypically punk than that song prototypically punk i don't I mean know. when i when i hear institutionalize i go that is what i would tell somebody what punk rock is that to me sounds like punk rock like like what is the most metal song of all time like hell bent for leather or something you know i mean to me when i hear institutionalize i'm like that's what punk rock sounds like uh, I I think a song like Anarchy in the UK is punk to me. 
Mm-hmm. I, when I think punk, I think of that. Yeah. Not suicidal. Suicidal is more L.A. punk, L.A. hardcore. Sure. But you don't like British punk. You don't even like the Sex Pistols. No, but I did watch that documentary a little bit. Not the documentary, the, whatever that show was. What was it called? Oh, you want to talk about hot garbage. That fucking show sucks. <laughs> I watched the first episode, then I didn't watch anymore because I couldn't. But it was really long. I was kind of getting into the character of the guy who was their manager or whatever because I'm like, he, he's Malcolm the one McLaren. That, yeah, he's the one. He's the mastermind behind all this, isn't he? Yeah, there's, you know, I mean, he he didn't write the songs. And, he you know, the- I, I don't care what you say. That record is a great fucking record. Those songs are great. And there's nothing without those songs. Yeah, but they they kind of got pushed into a little direction, I thought. I'm not an expert whatsoever. I'm not trying to say I am. Well, I mean, yes, obviously he put the clothes on them and, you know, tried to whip up some attention. He was their manager. But yeah, I, don't job, think I, th- I don't think... You think I he gets too much cl- credit? I don't think clothes with fucking... Uh, safety pins in them is that band's lasting legacy i think that record and how great it is and how awesome it sounds is that band's lasting legacy if that weren't the case it wouldn't continue to sell and it does yeah i i didn't appreciate it when i was younger i i like it more now but i'm still not a fan of the sex pistol just i'm gonna say it ben what do you say what say i you? say this all begins and ends with the ramones mm, yeah i suppose but I don't think there's a single Ramones record that is as good as Bollocks. No, but if you put all their albums together, you'd have more than the Bollocks. No, I mean, there's only one Sex Pistols record. Right. What could be more punk than that? That's great. You're right. I'm not saying it. I love the Sex Pistols. I love that album. But when I think of punk, I I usually go right to the Ramones. You don't go to the Beat on the Brat. No. No. I'm a New York kid. I'm a Brooklyn kid. I grew up with those kids. The Ramones deserve all the credit and more. Uh, you know what's really good is uh, the... Uh, New York Dolls? The, the Heartbreakers record. Oh, yeah, that's great. L-A-M-F. That fucking sure. record is great, and it doesn't get nearly enough credit. Was that before Damn the Torpedoes? Yes, it was. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Kessler. Yeah. What's up, everyone? What's going on, <laughs> Gary? Hey there, Gary. Hang in there. Some people have called you the MacGyver of Liars Club. How does that sit with you? Yeah, that's fine. I make do with what's around or go find it in an alley. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, where you're, you're sitting in your crib right now. Right. And, and yeah. it's certainly it, it puts the rest of our places to shame. I mean, that uh, is I got quite a lot of a time to place. work on it. <laughs> yeah. The whole place has been MacGyvered by you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah like everything that needs it anyway. What is that blue globe behind you? It's like a planet that just changes colors. Oh, <laughs> you've got your own yeah. planets? It, okay. Yeah. It was like a Amazon like flash deal. Yeah. Well, that's where in the Innocence video, that's, that's your apartment that the ending takes place in. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, right. it's pretty somewhat recognizable with those rafters, you know. Did Michael break anything? No, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> he tried. Yeah, I tried. That was well, uh, that was that was pretty spot on. It was about, we had about as many people in there as usual, like <laughs> right. in reality. Right, 
Right. It was supposed to be 5 a.m. at Gary's place. And it looked like 5 a.m. at Gary's place. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah, I liked, you know, Michael crashed out in my my chase lounge, you know. I saw that. That was a still somewhere on the Internet. I was like, all right. (laughs) Right. Or you could be considered the Gabe of Liars Club. Like, you're kind of the merch guy over at Liars Club. Yeah, I definitely keep busy with that. That, uh... That that funds all the uh, the the goodies for the live live uh, shows, you know. What do you mean? I just like you know, I sell a lot of merch and buy a lot of gear, and kind of keep it up and running. I mean, tell <laughs> tell these guys what you. I mean, what is a typical day for Gary? For me, MacGyver. Uh, well, I like some days, like Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. I I'll go get a five shot latte and hit a couple <laughs> hit, hit a couple thrift stores i probably got too much shit laying around but you know it's i see a good deal i can't pass it up but yeah so it's usually usually you're a thrifty something. fella yeah yeah always so, have been you know it's like i've i never really could afford like super crazy nice stuff all my life you know so i had to search out the bargains you know well where did you grow up in indiana is that your, indiana is that right? yeah yeah just shadow of notre dame Kind of Laporte. Okay, in Laporte, Indiana. Yeah. So what was that like? Boring. Nine <laughs> to five. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah. Tried not to get arrested. You know. Uh, so you were working nine to five jobs when you were five years old. I mean, what, what was going on? Yeah. Well, yeah, I started picking blueberries when I was about ten. That that funded the uh, the sticker and uh, number plates for the BMX bikes. You know, uh-huh. around that age. You're a BMXer? Yeah, you know, just getting around the neighborhood. Did you ever get not, in any uh, crazy accidents? Not as bad as uh, Grogan. Grogan, yeah. He yeah. fucked himself up good. He looked pretty I, I rough. Did. I, yeah. I, I, saw, I kind of was late to the game on that one. I saw him after he was patched up and kind of made his uh, I'm feeling better post, you know? Yeah, right, right. I had, so, I had some knockdown drag out ones, though, like pretty rough ones. You know, before, like, when you're, when you're a kid, you don't understand geometry. And you're mm-hmm. jumping for distance, and the ramp's a 45-degree angle. You're not going to get that far, but you're going to get pretty high and come down hard. <laughs> right, right. You got to pull up. Yeah. So was but, yeah. that what you were into as a kid? Was bikes, or were you into yeah. music, or what was going on? Yeah, mostly bikes. You know, that, that evolved into, like, road bikes, you know. I used mm-hmm. to ride. It was nothing like age 15, 16 to do 100 miles in a day, you know, on, a, on the 12-speed. Right. My mom, my mom was always a big writer too. She had me, she had me doing 25, 30 miles when I was 10 years old on, on my dirt bike, you know. What kind of so, bike did she have? A uh, road bike, you know. Yeah. Like, well, going back a ways, she had, you know, the, like the good old varsity tank, you know, steel. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but she could put the miles on, you know, and it was everything I had to do to keep up with her. Right. I mean, so... W- when did you get into music? I mean, were you into music or were you into art? Yeah, as a you kid? know, I was like early teenage years. Obviously, I started like honing my tastes, like what I listened to. I didn't really start playing. I started on bass, you know, around probably seventeen. You know, I yeah. was kind of late. I was late to the game as a player. But were you more into art? Yeah, I did a lot of artwork when I was like sixteen to twenties. You know, right. Kind of like positive, negative stuff, like my kitchen island. You know, that's one of my old kind of illustrations. What's positive, negative? What does that mean? 
just like hard lines, very definitive lines, kind of not Nagel per se, but just like black and white, you know? Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ben, Gabe, this is... Uh, is it like Chiascura? Chiascura? Yeah, is yeah, that, you know, just... Kyriscura? Very hard, hard to find lines, you know. There's no shading or anything. Kira Sedgwick, uh, I think. <laughs> is that is that kind of like what Pusshead does? No, no. Like Pusshead, like the Zorlax shit? Well, his stuff is black and white back early stuff, isn't it? Yeah, well, could be. I don't know. But he doesn't just, deal with yeah. hard lines, right? Yeah. I don't know. Just trying. It's, yeah, it's just, <laughs> you know, if, it, if it's a shadow, it's black. If it's a highlight, it's white. There's no... Okay. No gradients in between, you know. I I would do a lot of stuff. It was like think of like stencils, stencil work. Yeah, you know. So I would do a lot of stuff. My early stuff, I would do uh, stencil. I would tape and draw on the back sheet of a glass, and then uh, shoot it with black paint, and then pull the tape off and flip it around and back it with whatever I want. There's actually a, a one of my paintings of Billy Branch is hanging up at um, Oh yeah, buddy buddy guys downtown. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You, I don't you know, meet I, Billy Branch? I never did meet him, oh. you know, but uh, there was a, a blues club that I delivered pizzas out of in, uh-huh. uh, in Laporte, you know, so I'd see a lot of those old timers roll through there. And, and then uh, the owner was always like hired me to do paintings and stuff. So like, and it was years later that that thing ended up there. I didn't even know it was there for you know, yeah. probably five, six years that I lived here. And yeah, Billy Branch came to our high school once. and Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. I, I helped him load out <laughs> with a harmonica. <laughs> well, yeah, him and his guitar player. <laughs> right, right, and, we, right. and I remember they had to move the child seat, and I was like, "Oh, okay." That oh, was wow. my first indication that you know, <laughs> not all He's musicians old... are in a bus. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you know, I was like, I met Pine Top pretty early on. He was pretty cool, mm-hmm. and I did a, I did a really cool painting of Pine Top, and I don't know where that ever ended up though, but it was gorgeous kind of wish I, I don't even have photos of that early on you know with like american mother load and stuff I, I would do a lot of like that's kind of how i taught myself to do graphics was like doing flyers and shit for the right so and like kind of self-taught and then i kind of you know it was over the shoulder of the girl that did our album cover so that's kind of how i learned photoshop as opposed to like herb's favorite corel draw you know that's, <laughs> i think he used corel to do all those uh those witty uh onion ads and reader ads <laughs> So when you were in American Motherload, you worked on the cover of that record. Yeah, kind of like conceptually, like you know, like I was like there and kind of watching the girl do everything, and that's kind of where I learned how to right. maneuver my way around Photoshop. So. Yeah, and then was that the first band you were in? Was American Motherload? Yeah, I well, the early rendition was called Crime, and uh-huh. that was a d- different singer, you know, and uh, right, and then uh, you know that kind of. You know, that singer moved away and then we kind of got a new singer, Ben. And it was just so completely different that we just like decided to change the change name. Change the name. Yeah. What was it called before? Crime. Oh, well. Like, yeah, I know. The which second is, one's better. Yeah. <laughs> but you have had a particularly thankless job in that band. You're playing keyboards. Yeah, keyboards. In a yeah. hard rock band, which is the most thankless job yeah. that any musician could ever have. <laughs> well, I think Tank Boy, uh, early New City, uh, like, review of our Double Door show, I, I got called superfluous. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I think I held a grudge against Tank Boy for a hot minute for that one. But Right. So how long were you doing that for? Oh, God, man. We probably, 
you know, we started off in the basement of a, of the hell house in Indiana, like our version of the hell house anyway. And right, probably what's, what's that? Like, I like, you know, the, the Leonard Skinner, you know, just where they, they just, mm-hmm. that's all they did was party and, and practice, each other's you know? throat. Yeah. 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 Right. So, but that was like probably late 98, early 99. And then we, we went pretty hard at it till, I don't know, 05 maybe, I think. Mm-hmm. We put, we put our record out and then like, kind of hit it hard for a year, like kind of touring behind it and playing shows. And then just Ben had had enough. He's a country boy. He wanted to move back down south, you know. <laughs> right. So. Uh, what, what, what tours were you going on? What was the best one? Well, yeah, we did. A, actually, the funnest one was uh, the last show was with you guys in yeah. Rockford. Uh, yeah. We were on a little run with like uh, Soil. We did, right. we did some dates in like three or four dates in Michigan. And then ended up at I can't remember the name of the place. It was the originally it had like a huge like spaceship DJ booth, you know. Wow. Like yeah, straight out of like P Funk type thing, you know. Right. I mean, that's would have been a long time. We don't usually. There's nowhere for us to play in Rockford. Not really. It was a, it was a strip mall. I don't think it exists anymore. Yeah. I don't think that the spaceship was gone at that time. It, it was nice. You know, they had big velvet curtains and shit. It was a nice stage. I mean, if you'd yeah. had a, a couple of days, you could have built one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just remember the the door guys because I think we lifted a case of napkins from someplace in Michigan, and me and Aaron, our drummer, did the uh, the herb napkin thing when you guys kicked in everyone alive or some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> got, got some got some mean ass looks from the door guys at that place. I remember after that. When did you move to Chicago? June of two thousand. Yeah, yeah, June two thousand. All right. So when did and you then, start working at Liars? I moved in to the third floor of Liars the day after the Jerry Cantrell Nickelback show <laughs> at the Aragon in uh-huh. 02. Why do you remember that? I just, it was like, I was in the middle of, uh, I, had, I had had surgery for cancer, but I still had my hair. Right. But I couldn't carry anything because I had an incision, you know, that was healing. Yeah. So all my friends had to move all my shit up, you know, three flights of fire escape. And uh, I just remember I was hungover from that show the next day. Uh-huh. And I actually still had my long hair at that time. And that show, everyone thought I was Jerry Cantrell. It was like I went down downstairs to the Aragon the Pisser and I came back out. and There's like eight people standing there waiting like to, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it was pretty funny. I had like the exact same like T-shirt. And, right. You're cultivating yeah. the look, see, yeah. seeing what you yeah. could get from it. Yeah. Yeah. No free was, drinks. Nothing. Probably had probably had a wallet chain on. Yeah, at that time. of course. <laughs> How old were you when you got diagnosed with cancer? I was, uh, I was 27 when I moved here. Probably 29, right around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 28, 29. Yeah, how long did you uh, have to fight that for? You know, I did 12 weeks of chemo. Uh, I did surgery. The first surgery is in May. I played the Metro like four or five days after my surgery. Yeah. And it was and I, with a staph infection. That was in excruciating pain right. on stage at the Metro. And then, uh, yeah, like, you know, and then that was, yeah, in May. And then I think uh, I started chemo around September, late September. And that went up, you know, through like the winter, you know, right. like Christmas. Yeah. I mean, how did that affect your outlook, that, that whole thing? Did yeah. you think it changed things or were you just kind of? Oh, yeah, big time, man. Yeah. I, 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 I lived a little, a little more carefree, you know. I just like, I wasn't sweating shit. 
I convinced myself that was probably stress induced, you know, probably didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Working that, you know, I was working at nine to five day gig, painting houses, and then eventually started bartending here. And it's just, I tried to keep the two going for a long time, but I got to be a little too much, you know? Right. The house painting kept me grounded, you know? It's like I'd get up at 9 a.m. and get out there and get some sun, you know? I'm guessing it didn't look that, your place didn't look like that when you moved in. No, no, not so much. I, hell, I mean, the, right here where my computer is set up, that was, this was like a wall. It was like a stupid dining room or whatever. And I think I decided I needed to see the television from the kitchen island, so I, uh-huh. I just ripped the whole wall out. You know? <clears throat> right? Is that, is that the same? Is that the same room that Joe Walsh partied in? I, yeah, I he was probably up here. I think he was. I think he was uh, indigenous to the second floor, is from okay. what I understand. Was right, it the same time the period? What, was he? <laughs> was oh. he underneath you ever, or you were in no, the no. same time? He would. Uh, I think he was. He was here when Herb actually did the walkthrough in 95 to see if he wanted to open up the bar. Okay. So, and, and Herb I, was like, does Joe Walsh come with the building? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I've always, yeah, you've heard the story that he had like an electronic monitoring bla- bracelet on him because they had just inked that Hell Freezes Over tour deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know, rumor was that they all got a million, but his was like, you know, like subject contingent yeah, on staying yeah, sober yeah, yeah. so I, I heard they had a you know electronic monitoring on them <laughs> i mean so you're gonna stay sober above liars club i mean yeah, it's the worst right. place to try to <laughs> stay sober well and that's i guess you know that's back when he was on the steve Dow show a lot and they would right. they were just an, you know i don't think there was an existing bar with a name but it, it was licensed so they would just announce the address on the on the radio and just you know see what happens you know, so right. it's pretty interesting. <laughs> I mean, who who are the some of the other interesting people that have rolled through liars while you've been working there? Oh, uh, Nicholas Cage. I just oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I remember Bruce, my roommate. You know, he came into the second floor bar and I think he was over playing the uh, Lethal Weapon Two pinball machine. Mm. And uh, Bruce was like, man, that dude looks like Nicolas Cage. I was like, well, that's because it is. And, uh, but yeah, not as tall as you would think, obviously. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh, well, every... Are you a heightist too? Like Herb, uh, you're a heightist? I, I, a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we're kind of, you know... It's, oh, Gabe just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Right on cue. Started talking about short people. <laughs> Gabe disappeared. I know we've been giving Stiglitz a little bit of hell because he can't like stock, you know, past like three cans deep on the top shelf of the, the beer cooler, you know, without getting a stool, you know, or, or a ladder. So, <laughs> Horniak, Horniak would, would definitely probably identify me as a, a heightist. He, he likes to say that about Herb and I. <laughs> what's, what's the cutoff of, of being a heightist? Like, where, where's, how short do you have to be to be? Uh, in the club of the the low level people or whatever you want to call us, I've, let's get down to the nerdy gritty here. <laughs> I would say I would say like I would consider you not tall, under five eight maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's, that's uh, I, I, I it's it's not like a deep rooted you know thing <laughs> or anything. I was I'm just guessing. Uh, Herb, I'm sure Herb has a very definitive uh, height, you know. I've never really gotten that out of her. Maybe maybe they don't do it in front of people that, people that are short. It's like, a, it's a, you know, 
yeah, club I, that I'm not part of. Yeah, I don't know. I, I you know, I think it, it, it comes into play with like when you're hanging like paper towel holders in the bathroom and, that, you know, that kind of <laughs> shit. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not like we're, we sit around and rip on short people all the time. <laughs> but, you know, people are like, what the fuck, man? Why'd you put the paper towel over up so high? And we're like, well, this is perfect, you know? Okay. <laughs> I wanted I wanted the actual line on the on the on the chalk line what what's the height line to be below or above and he said five eight and that's uh that's like three inches taller than me so i'm like <laughs> looking up at five eight i think you're about as tall as tom cruise right you're about right me yeah. glenn danzig who else and tom cruise yeah, he's not very tall is he <laughs> were you in there when uh oh fuck who was it um Kiefer sutherland Oh, was God. It? Yeah. How could I forget that one? Yeah. I, I Tell mean, us it about was, that. It was great. You know, he was, he's, uh, what the hell was he drinking? He, Everything. Do, doers. Yeah. He was a doers guy. And, uh, you know, he left his black card with the, the downstairs bartender, you know, and we were supposed, we we're supposed to be running a tab for him, but, um, but yeah, it was, like, you know, he's chill, whatever. He's hanging out partying. But yeah, at the end of the night, like, you know, we kind of got everyone out the front door and, her, once again, Herb had been doing the napkin thing. So the whole, you know, the whole bar is littered with napkins. So people exiting, you know, tend to pick a couple up on their shoes, you know. So, right. So the front sidewalk's all littered with, uh, you know, these gnarly ass napkins and shit. And uh, so, you know, we're all like, you know, kind of glued to the windows, looking out and him and his handler out there and keepers like doing the worm break dancing on the, <laughs> on the front sidewalk. And he just gets up and all these like gnarly just napkins are like stuck to his body all over. It's just, I don't know. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. For, those of us, yeah. Yeah. for those of us who haven't experienced the napkin liars club experience, can you guys explain this to us? Uh, you know, it's just like, it's like most identifiable with like the cowboy song from Thin Lizzy. You know, when right. it kicks in, Herb likes to throw like an obscene amount of napkins into one of two ceiling fans, you know. <laughs> right. And, uh, it's a ceiling I, fan that makes it work. Yeah. Well, and I prefer the ceiling fans to it. Like, you know, I've seen him take shakers of ice and do it into the ceiling fan. And then, Ooh, you know, it, yeah, just the ice is like, you know, just pegging people. And, you know, then he breaks out that, Damn. you know, that, that apology. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> like, what'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> you know? Well, there's the... The napkins for cowboy song, and then there's the cowbell for cowbell. Yeah, yeah, Mississippi Queen. I think it makes an appearance on uh, Livewire, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. But just That's, that one part, right? That talk, talk. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, just very brief. Uh, maybe Godzilla a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. does he ever break it out for uh, Hair of the Dog? Yeah, so, yeah, he probably does. That's like that's in my wheelhouse, man. I, I that's one of my, you know, the, somewhere up there in the back is I've got the hair of the dog framed I on see the it. Kitchen, kitchen wall. I see it. Vinyl's still in there too. I was so oh, pissed. Yeah. I uh, I went to bed. I put a a place to bid on an autographed copy on eBay, and I was like, I got this locked up. You know, who in the hell's gonna outbid me on a you know autographed? Oh, I was so pissed. I woke up and I got outbid. So. So I mean, constantly every day you're just like your your brain is going like 
getting updates from what was that an update just now from <laughs> ebay or something you, right yeah yeah you know whatever i'm always i like to learn new shit i'm cheap i, I hate to pay i hate to pay people to do other stuff that i can figure out how to do right I, i've always kind of been like that you know it's like yeah even going back to my artwork days i'm like i want cool shit for my walls Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to spend five hundred dollars on, it, so I'll paint my own shit. You know, I mean? right? Kind of, kind of that that mentality. So, so I mean, and, you're just looking around. When did you start uh, just bringing stuff into Liars Club and just turning it? I mean, I I don't I don't want to get her mad at anybody and, and saying oh, no, that you've been yeah. you've been remaking the bar in your image. I'm not trying right. to suggest that. But well, you know, you know, I'm always, I'm always you, you, a certain Kessler touch has, yeah, has, uh, yeah. it's, you know. you know, it's, I, I, I definitely try and keep the, uh, the romanticism, you know, it's like, there's certain things. <laughs> yeah. Need. Romanticism. It's like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn the whole bar like, you know, blue, you know? Like, uh, right. No, it's gotta be red. Yeah. Always red. Just sometimes it's almost too much red. Sometimes like you can't, no one can take a photo in that bar without it just being washed in red, you know? Yeah. It looks like a Scorsese movie in there. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, you know, it's like, it's cool. And it's always funny with him. It's like, I'll pitch him these ideas and he, and he's always kind of like hesitant. Mm-hmm. And then I, then I'll just do them, you know? Right. And he'll be like, he's like, Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? So I, with- I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. I can, I can kind of visualize what I want to do. Uh-huh. And, uh and and uh, you know and play the long game too because I mean there's like there's like lampshades downstairs that you know I probably had for seven years that didn't get you know just sitting waiting to get implemented you know right and, and then finally you know you could wait them out you're more patient yeah yeah was that what it was like when you started wanting to do the jackets the liars club jackets yeah, I just, you know, I did, uh, I found a great deal on some like, you know, closeout ones or whatever. And and I was doing a big run with Ryan up at um, Anxious and Angry, Force Shift. And I was like, hey, I was like, you're, you know, I was like, just throw these on and screen them while you're at it. And I'd like, for Riot Fest, you know, and I sold them, I sold them on Wednesday night <laughs> before Riot Fest even started. I sold like 16 jackets. I'm like, all right, right, this might be a this might be a thing. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of start doing that, you know. Right, and they've gotten more elaborate as you've gone on. Yeah, that's kind of cool. What's the new thing? What What's that thing that Justine got the other night? What are you doing there now? The glitter I got stuff. A, I got a cricket, so it's like a plotter vinyl cutter, so I can do oh. uh, I can cut out like any kind of design out of uh, heat uh, heat applied vinyl. You know. Right. So. I'm going to work. I'm, uh, I'm kind of trying to figure out how to do like a, a morphed uh, Liars Club disco ball logo out of, uh-huh. chrome, out of chrome vinyl for for jackets and or hoodies or something, something of that effect. A little throwback to when we were a dance club, you know? Right. And yeah. That whole crowd just kind of petered out over the years. They had kids yeah. and moved to Naperville and... So, and then it's, it's great. Cause you can always tell when they roll back in on a Saturday, like during a live show, you know, it's like chicks with the, with the penis straws and like, fucking boas and shit. And they're like, what yeah. the fuck? You know, what's this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, where you've been for 12 years, you know? Right. So hold on so, a second. Yeah. You're, you're, you got a cricket machine and you're making clothes with a heat press in your, in your house there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, 
I definitely cleaned up what you can see in this Zoom meeting. <laughs> but, but other, I mean, there's a curtain ride between my living room and dining room, and there's like probably 70 jean jackets hung up on it. That's I'm kind of worried it's going to break the pipe, but <laughs> <laughs> they're heavy. They're heavy. Here's a here's a bit of advice. I mean, your, Gary's jackets are great, but if you get them. Don't put them in the dryer. Don't put them in the dryer. I can't believe you told me that Justine can't even fit into that one. That no, she got. can't. I, I, and it fit I, me perfect. It fit me perfect. <laughs> I, I, I was like, Gary, I need a jacket. And it was for the show. And I got up there. I was like, I kind of like this jacket. And I saw some pictures. I was like, I'm going to buy that jacket. So I buy it, bring it home. I'm like, it's a little stiff. I'll wash it. And I wash it. I was like, ah, I'll just throw it right. in the dryer. It comes out. Justine's like, no. No, you can't wear that thing. <laughs> and that was like, if I remember, that was like a trucker. Like, yeah, I know what you say when it's stiff because it was like a trucker denim, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, so you can have it back, and you can you can sell it to one of those little tricksies. Well, I that, told you with you the know. penis straws. <laughs> well, I told you we could try the uh, hair conditioner. Maybe it'll bring it. I don't know though if it's okay. If it's, if it's that, shrunk that big, it's it might be. I'm I'm gonna wash it again and and just roll around in it. Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like Pert Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I thought these things were pre-shrunk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know on the Levi's, man. You know, I've got I've got one of those like murdered out black ones that's like kind of kind of waxed and you're not you don't wash them. You know. You uh-huh. know, it'll it'll kind of ruin the image of it. Right. You dry clean it? <laughs> yeah, or the freezer. You know, that's how you save. Yeah, that's how you kind of prolong the life of your your denim. If it's not like filthy, you know, if you're not Wait, like you put it in the freezer. That's, yeah, the freezer will kill all any kind of bacteria in the denim. Is that what dry cleaning is? That's steam, right? Uh, Isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I might. I may have have one article of clothing ever that I've. I mean, if it's dry, how do you time. clean it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I've seen this thing with like the freezer. Like you put your pants in the freezer for a day. Sound know. like Kramer for a minute here. <laughs> I, wa- I, wa- I wash all my jeans. I don't give a shit. Gabe likes to put his jeans in the oven. <laughs> in the oven. Nice. So I want to hear you and Gabe have like a, a, a merch summit here. Right well, here. I'm that, always, that's I'm what always, I've been uh, looking forward to. I, you know, I know you guys had asked me about maybe kind of thinking of design. They, they come, They come to me like... Uh, like an epiphany, you know, it's very, yeah. it's very seldom, you know, right. <laughs> but Abe's like knocking it out of the park. Like, you know, he's got new shit like every week. All I do is make the, the same design on a different colored shirt. That, that, yeah, that well, yeah, well, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great though, man. It's like, it's, it's a full-time job, you know, the guys are like the Beatles and beach boys trying to one up each other. You know, <laughs> right. <time>. Right. <clears throat> Gary did this. Poster for how uh, for uh, New Year's Eve one time at the Subterranean, the Heaven and Hell show, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't I, I did. I, I did the two versions. I did the. Uh, oh god, I can't remember the. It was a Renaissance painting, and then but then I also kind of did a weird one with a live shot that was kind of like a nod to, uh, to the, the red and blue Use Your Illusion album covers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember? I, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I gotta find that thing because uh, I don't. I don't have it. I lost my computer. It went into the shitter, but uh, uh, didn't go in the shitter. But it just doesn't work anymore. But I gotta get those right. files from us because we always want to do that, something. I don't know if that made it much past a web graphic, though. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if we ever did prints or anything. 
I don't think we did, but we got to do we got to do some more stuff together because. You know, I, I go into liars and I see these designs you do for some stuff. I'm like, man, we, we need somebody like this to do some of our, you know, you know, the yeah, totally. liars. And I'm well, you going and I, into liars. I, yeah, I totally, re- yeah. <laughs> I totally remember, like, you know, we, we had a brief conversation after maybe I think it was the Wicker Park Fest when when uh, Scott got carried by eight people to the note. <laughs> or, well, it was a flat iron at the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think we were talking because that's when I got the uh, the motorhead kind of uh, louder than uh, that, you know, with the live shot of you on the front with the, yeah, uh, the louder motor, shirt. Motor, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. you know what? I got that from you that night. And how long ago was that show? Probably four years. Wow. Was it? it yeah. It must have been maybe long. three. Yeah, three. It was it was pre pandemic, probably Wicker Park Fest pre pandemic. So Shit, 2019. Yeah. Are you sure it was Wicker Park Fest and not? Uh, yeah, because they they carried Due you. Division. No, they carried, they carried you. me at Due Division too. Oh, maybe they carried you to High Dive. Yeah, and the yeah uh, yeah the guy wasn't going to let me in, and I was like, All right, right. yeah yeah, it, we'll, go, we'll go across the street <laughs> yeah. to. Uh, that's, that's what it was. We went across the street to Cleo's. I was like, I'll take right. my party to Cleo's, and so we all went over there. He got yeah. Fun. Yeah, and I, I kind of vaguely remember I was walking. Yeah, now that you mentioned, I was walking up Division trying to get back like towards Wicker, and I ran across McGee, and I think he had one of the high on fire guys with him, and wow. he was trying. He was trying to introduce me, and he's the dude's just like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think we had kind of mentioned like me kind of trying to figure out a design for a shirt at that point, and it's always been in the back of my mind, you know. I catalog all that shit, and then I just—it's got to wait. I got to—it's got to come to me, you know. Right. Well, so, I, I know what Gabe wants to ask you. Oh yeah, we're, we're trying it, to I, pad I the numbers here. On it's going to be a home run tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. There, I, thought, a I thought you. I thought he pulled up like a heightest chart. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make one, but. Uh, <laughs> graph. There's a running question that ben and myself ask all the guests look, look at ben he's getting nervous back there he's yeah. like all right all right i'm gonna ask the guy with the i'm just thinking shirt. about the three guests recently that we didn't ask this question to interestingly enough go ahead go ahead gabe so if ask you if, if, if you had to have one band to, to listen to would it be the replacements or iron maiden oh Oh. I, yeah, well, that's a, I, it's a Iron Maiden for me because I, mean, oh, yeah. I, oh, I used to, I, yeah, I know. I mean, uh, somewhere in time was like my paper delivery, like cassette man. That, you know, Ooh, probably, you're a somewhere in time guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna guess. Yeah. I'm gonna guess you're not even fifty yet. Yeah, dead <laughs> on. Just turned May fifth. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a perfect age so, for that. Somewhere in time. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in time and live after death. Those were my jams, man. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Scream for me, yeah. Long Beach. Yeah, right. I I got one of those stupid carnival mirrors somewhere around here, the Live After Death one, in a frame. Yeah, yeah but don't tell yeah. me you didn't like you didn't like Heaven Can Wait, did you? You don't like that song. What? Yeah, eh, you know I liked the long. You know there was something about the the loneliness of the long distance runner that was that's like, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that was a good like song. that was me on my bike. You know, because my paper route was like I, you know, covered probably. 13 miles you know, on, my, right. on my paper route with like, you know, 25 papers. So, you know, that was a, that was a good leg of the run, you know? What if they could remaster that record without all the 
stupid guitar synthesizers. Wouldn't that be a great fucking record? Oh, yeah, I love that record. I always have. Yeah. But if if you took away all those stupid synthesizers, uh, yeah, come on, listen. Think about how much better that would be if you took all that it's stuff. It's just away. eighty-seven. That's what every record sounded like in eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah. eighty-six. Oh, like you, you, you're talking about like the metal bands with the keyboard players. Was that Turbo? Turbo. Yeah. Turbo. turbo lover. Yeah. Turbo. Turbo was another one that was like in the rotation around that. It's time. not. It's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> And then what was the, uh, actually the, the live album, Priest Live, that came out. It had all those songs on it, but that song, that album was better, I thought. All right, well, what's the best keyboard line for uh, a metal band in the 80s? And there's, there's actually a right answer to this. Oh, God. Best metal single with a keyboard line. Best keyboard line on a metal single. Final countdown? No. That's well, yeah. Obviously, everyone's mind goes there. Um, God, I don't know. Sa- Sabbath, or no. Oh, no, uh, well, Rainbow, yeah, Rainbow, yeah, you're getting closer, my friend. God, I don't know. Deep Purple, yeah, Gabe, come on. Oh, yeah, 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 no, do, 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 do. yeah, knocking it, knocking it. That, that's a, that's a guitar, <laughs> that's not that, that it's ging, a ging, 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 ging. yeah, it's a yeah, guitar, yeah. I can't never tell it. Gates of, well, Gates of Babylon, that's fucking, and that, that's, that's, that's Rainbow. John Lord's playing an organ. That's not a synthesizer. Oh, yeah, it's, that's true. Best yeah. synth line by a metal band, like a, a real metal band, not like a fake metal band like Europe. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Was Van Halen metal? I, I mean, as soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh, duh, yeah. Jump? Uh, you were so close when you said Rainbow. A deal? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. the? Uh, there's your rainbow in the dark. Oh, Yep. Gabe's sitting there like going. I was going to say jump, but that's not really metal. I said jump. That's not metal. Oh, yeah. It's a metal band. Got that whole album, But the guitarist is playing the keyboard, so it's not like there's a keyboard player in the band. Right, it's, Eddie, kinda... it's Eddie Van Halen. He's the he's the lead yeah. guy. That's so when he plays, it it's going to be heard. Yeah. But like you know, having the guy in the back behind the guitar player next right. to the drummer. Was that what you had to set up? Ozzy always Jerry? had the dude up in the castle. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can... Speaking of which, wait, I, what's his deal? He had surgery today or something, right? Something's going on. Yeah. Let's ask Justine. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I just saw everyone wishing him well. And then I, you know, Sharon did some like, you know, post that was like, you know, life altering surgery, but she, uh, no one really, yeah, no one went into any kind of. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be good around this house if something happens to Ozzy. It's going to no. be a real fucking bummer in yeah. this house for a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's not going to be good. Just Ozzie, in general. Yeah. Ozzy, hold on for my sake, please. <laughs> Right. So Iron Maiden. Yeah, man. I, no love for the replacements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just was, you're just upset about Gary's got a boner. You're right, right. No shit. <laughs> yeah, that that gets dropped every now and then. <laughs> oh yeah, weren't you trying to get me to do it one? 
one of the Katie's kids benefits. That would have been yeah. great. <laughs> you, you know, we can always do it next year. I mean, right, it's, there's always another year. So you, yeah. you start listening to it now. You're right. I was going to say. And by then, you'll be ready to do it. <laughs> you, Gary, you got to do it. It is the best fucking idea I've ever had in my life. <laughs> what, uh, we'll what, will Herb, what will Herb throw into the ceiling fan during that song? Yeah, for that song. Probably me. <laughs> oh well yeah all right man you got anything else yeah yeah man i was chilling okay how about you any any other questions i don't know yeah i don't know you Go gotta ahead. pick one eminence front or athena okay which one this can't be <laughs> athena He's picking Athena. I th- no, what was it? What was the options? Eminence, Eminence front, front or Athena. Or Athena. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Athena. See, it's yeah. not gonna. <laughs> it's not. It just, Ben's really trying to make this have some traction. It's just. It's yeah. just not. <laughs> Stop mm. trying to make Athena happen, Ben. <laughs> I'm not. It's not gonna happen. He's just a girl. Was it, uh, didn't Justine just, they scored some, uh, her and Kelly scored some uh, sweet angel jean jackets, didn't they? Yes, they did. Out of the, out of the gig? Yeah, they did. That, that was pretty were, good. They were, were the, they, the bells of the ball. Were they uh, support? Or were they? They were supporting had, Zebra, yeah. Zebra, that's right. Yeah, so I dragged everybody to the Zebra show. I always think of uh, San Juan. When uh, Zebra comes uh, to mind. Is San Juan a Zebra fan? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, huge. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, probably, I, probably, I doubt I ever would have known who they were if it wasn't for him. He used to, oh, yeah. he used to play me, uh, play tell, you, tell Me What You Want. That was like a staple in his. Right. His yeah, there's not a lot thing. of us around, but the, yeah. the, the ones of us that are there, we, right. we fly the flag. It's, uh, New Orleans, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. That's right. You no. Know? The cricket yeah, machine. Can you uh, can you put like sparkles and stuff on on the vinyl? Oh yeah. And bedazzle stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Justine's jacket. Or well, yeah. actually, it's a it's a denim shirt. It's like kind of kind of cowboyish. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. But she's pretty got good. uh that's uh glitter, right? Yeah, glitter. Uh, yeah. Liars, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Hulk Hogan over there wants you to do that to his. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I some, just... some big head wraps. <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, well shit. Yeah, we could dazzle some headbands. We should. Yeah, I actually, you know, I did uh it's funny because it's kind of a crafty thing, you know. So it's like I'm always at like Joanne Fabrics or Michaels and there's like all these little old ladies, like, you know, and I'm, I'm there with my gold cartel loafers and uh, <laughs> you know walking around michaels that they don't know what to think right Sister, my opinions, I wanna hurt, 
Just got a boner Just got a boner